2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Next 12 days. We're down to, down to 12 days now. Um, you want something that when they open up, they're going to go. They're not going to have to pretend they like it. They're going to like it. And then every day, every time they put it on uh, throughout the year, they're going to think of you and... And honestly, like, I, I know exactly how he feels because I feel the same way about that jacket. It's why, I've got, it's why I got it for him, because I have it for myself. But it's not just that. It's whether uh, you, you, you you go in there and they've got the Peter Millar stuff and they've got the Faraday stuff and they've got the Steele stuff and then they got the corner where they have uh, – uh, college students who are home um, on break and they're doing all the wrapping, absolutely beautiful wrapping, so you can get your stuff wrapped. Looks absolutely spectacular. They're going to help you. They're going to point you to the, the things that the, the, the people you love will want, or you can buy a gift card. And if you buy a gift card, then uh, then that person will have a, the joy of going in and picking out something for themselves. I'm telling you, it is a sure winner this holiday season. If you have someone on your list, uh, go in and see our friends at. Oak Hall. Chris Aaron coming up next. Take a break. Jeff Calkinshire, 929FM yesterday.
4: If you're thinking about a holiday event for family or your place of work, there's no better place than the Majestic Grill, where the holidays are magical. The decorations will make your heart melt, and there's something on Majestic's menu for everyone. To inquire about booking a corporate or special event, just go to MajesticGrill.com slash events. Leave your information, and the incredibly helpful event manager will contact you and help you set it all up. There's no better place to be for the holidays than the Majestic, but don't wait too long, because it's booking up fast.
5: Howie, I've had this diamond bracelet from Robert Irwin Jewelers for years. It's my favorite. I get so many compliments, but I don't know what it's called.
4: Flexi Diamond Bangle
6: Bracelet. Yours is in rose gold, but we carry them in yellow gold and in white gold. You can stack them, wear them in multiple colors, and they start at only $599.
2: The best part about them is
6: they're
5: flexible. I can wear them with jeans or a nice dress, and it works.
6: The perfect fit for any occasion. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com.
1: Are you ready to tailgate? Are you ready to tailgate? Are
7: you ready to tailgate? Tune in to Tailgate Radio exclusively on TuneIn.
1: You'll hear the greatest
6: anthems from the greatest genres of music collide.
7: From the mind of Garth Brooks comes the ultimate tailgate experience. Jet
3: pod Touchdown! Download the TuneIn app and start
1: rocking out to Tailgate Radio. Yeah, baby! Hi,
7: my name is Tailgate Radio, your official game day party station. Download TuneIn from your app store and listen for free.
3: Got Good news, people. It is Wednesday. That means it's Wine Down Wednesday at Bounty on Broad. That means bottles of wine, glasses of wine, half price, and from five to six, 25-cent martinis. How about that? At Bounty on Broad, between five and six, 25-cent martinis, and all day, uh, glasses of wine and bottles of wine are half price. Uh, Body on Bud is just a great place if you 're looking for a place to to take your friends or family for a gathering this holiday season, people in from out of town, I would suggest bounty. I take my boys there it, 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 the The food is served family style um, it 's a beautiful place um, and among the things i, I it, some of my absolute favorite dishes i 've told you about the fried oysters for years. But the pork belly confit is my new. Who knew that I would like something called pork belly confit? But pork belly is essentially the meat that's used to make bacon, only it's not smoked. It's incredibly succulent. They do some kind of magic to it. Um, I recommend it highly. I recommend heading there for the holidays. It is Bounty on Broad, 41081312519 Broad Avenue. This holiday season, all your wishes coming true on FanDuel America's number one sports book right now. New customers. this. All you have to do is place a winning $5 money line bet and you get $150 in bonus bets in your account. That's right. One winning $5 money line bet, and you get $150 in bonus bets in your account. FanDuel is, of course, uh, official betting partner of the NFL. It's safe. It's secure. You can take that $150 in bonus bets and bet on spreads, player props, over-unders, whatever. All you got to do is go to FanDuel.com slash dot FanDuel.com slash Calkins. That's C-A-L. KINS. Must be 21 and older in present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money online wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable. Bonus about six hours, seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem. Call Tennessee. line 1 eight hundred eight eight nine nine seven eight nine.
8: Hey, did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big
1: deal, just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends, so do the deals? It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event.
5: Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days, or 2500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offer ends January 2nd. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
4: It's the most wonderful time of the year to fix that leaky flat or metal roof on your commercial building. Why now, you ask? Because manufacturers are offering rebates on materials during the off-season. And no, you don't need a new roof. Joe Stallmaker at 901 Waterproofing and Roof Coatings can restore your existing commercial roof with a quality coating system that can save you a fortune, extend the life of your roof, and has a 5- to 20-year leak-free warranty. Ho, ho, ho. Call Joe, Joe, Joe today. 901-287-1923 or visit 901waterproofing.com.
9: This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-973-7809 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-973-7809. That's 800-973-7809. What do you have to lose? Call 800-973-7809. Again, 800-973-7809. WMFS-FM and
1: hd one Bartlett. WMFS Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers. Say, play 92.9 ESPN.
5: Each and every day here on the Jeff Hawkins Show, we welcome Chris Harrington to the
1: program. Let's fire it up. Now, it's Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Majestic Grill. Rediscover downtown dining. Chris Harrington on 92.9's Jeff Hawkins Show. Chris Harrington joins us now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's a Texas
8: Hop, an R&B instrumental by a guy called, named Wee P- Pee- Pee- Creighton. In honor of the Grizzlies hopping over to Houston for one game before hopping back to Memphis.
5: When you first sent me the the YouTube link, I my I just saw Pee Wee. I was like, are we really doing a Pee Wee Herman song? But no, Pee Wee Creighton, very, very, very different than a Pee Wee Herman song. I wanted to discuss a couple of things that, honestly, Mark and I have been talking about, some on the air, some off the air. So I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Does it seem, because I'm of the mind, I feel like, the Dylan return game. And I know it's not tonight. I know it's technically Friday. Does it feel like it's
8: lost a little juice? Well, I think because it's going to end up being the third time they played each other. Right, uh, It'll be the first time in Memphis. But it'll be the third time. And I think the Grizzlies, um, have bigger concerns than like, you know, Dylan Brooks right now. And so I, you know, <laughs> well, I, think, I hope I think, they do. <laughs> right. So I think if it were early in the season against a, um, you know, a, a full strength normal Grizzlies team in a normal situation in the standings, it would be more of a thing. Um, I, I just think, you know, and, and if it wasn't right up against like the jaw return, like right before the jaw return. And also, isn't um, jaw
5: scheduled to speak on
8: Friday? I don't think that has been publicly said. Okay. Um, so I perhaps if that has been publicly said, I have missed it. I emphasize publicly. Um, I and and so, like, you know, there's just so much other stuff. It's not, it's not set up for maximum, like, you know, spotlight, you know, in the way it could have been in, in a different sort of schedule setup.
5: What type of reception do you think he's going to receive?
8: Oh, I think he'll get booed because, you know, which is fine. Like, I don't think that's like a great crime against humanity when like a visiting player gets booed. Um, I think he'll get booed mostly, a mix of boos and cheers. But he'll get booed. And 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 honestly, my thing is, and I, if I write about it, I may write this: like booing Dylan Brooks really is to honor Dylan Brooks. Rare among of, among players, he is a self styled mm-hmm. villain. It is like, it, it, in some ways, supposed to me like booing Dylan is it, it, is to honor him. It, it, it is it's to it's recognize to, the work. It, it is the proper way to appreciate him when he is the opposing player.
5: Well, it's like, I don't know, like, one of my big complaints in the last, like, 10 to 15 years of wrestling is heels have now, like, started to get cheered. And it's like, I still believe in the idea of good guy versus bad guy. I want my
8: heel to have heat. Like, I I want him to be booed. So, I believe, I basically believe in booing Dylan Brooks, but I don't believe in booing Dylan Brooks out of actual anger. I believe in sort of appreciative, performative booing of Dylan Brooks.
5: Yes. No, it's an acknowledgment of, of, of the work that he's done. I, I, I think right. that's, that's how I feel. Do we expect, is there going to be, one of the questions, is there going to be a video? Like, I have no idea.
8: I, I think there should be. I don't, there probably won't, but I think there should be. Um, I, I, you know, There's certainly lots of material. You could do a hell of a Dylan Brooks video. I
5: think that's kind of the problem. The video that I want is not the video that would get done. Right, 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 right. Like, I, I want the I video mean, that tells the whole story. The good, the bad,
8: everything in between. Well, that's true. That would be his own kind of video, too, right? Yes. Um, you know, it, but there's no video of him ducking out on, like, post-game media right. in the playoffs after they after lose. Like, it's sort of, you know. Um, but, you know, you, you could definitely do a video with him, like, you know, walking down the hall and his, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin get up or Absolutely. whatever. And, you know, wearing his whole King of the North routine after in Toronto and like there's a the Draymond kiss,
5: there. the the Draymond the game from last year.
8: Yeah, yeah, that little headbutt.
5: Yeah, yeah. I, I I I need that on there. Uh, yeah, I, that's kind of the other things I want. What what do you make of the type of year he's having?
4: I think he
8: is having an ideal so far ideal Dylan Brooks season, which is he's not doing anything that he that he was incapable of doing. He's doing what sort of, I think, we wanted to see, and we have seen in spurts. Like, you know, Dylan Brooks has had stretches with the Grizzlies where he's played like this. And so there's always been, like, you know, the the terrible shooting slump right around the corner, and maybe that's right around the corner for him this season in Houston as well. But he's playing great defense because that's what he does, um, and he is he is you know, down, I don't know, I haven't looked at their, their their stats, but he's probably third or fourth in the pecking order in terms of shot attempts per game, I'm going to guess. And he's shooting a really decent percentage, and like, this is what you want from Dylan Brooks. And it's just, the Grizzlies the last couple of years were not able to to lock that in in any consistent way, unfortunately.
5: Yeah, I was trying to see based on shot selection, but I think you're right. I mean, that's, it. it, it feels like the version that everybody wanted to see, like, you're you're finally seeing it now. Uh, another thing that I was looking up, because I was I was reading through the game notes that Ross Wooden sends out, and he does an awesome job. Like, Ross is ex- ex- awesome at game notes. But you had mentioned this yesterday, and it really stood out to me. When Jaron, I looked this up. Jaron's had three 40-point games. All three have come in losses. And this year, like, if you look back even, like, the last few years, like, if Jaron scores – Thirty-five or more. I think they're all in losses. I'm not saying hey, Jaron doesn't need to score offensively, but I feel like to your point from yesterday, it really demonstrates the need that when he is the number one offensive scorer, that's not necessarily the best form of the Grizzlies.
8: Well, I I think it's sort of a I think you get sort of a chicken or the egg thing. It's like they're not struggling because he's scoring. He's scoring a lot in part because they're struggling. And It's sort of a byproduct of a. He's got it going because he's not going to, you know, have that kind of night if he doesn't have it going. But he, but he's forcing issue and taking more shots because they're not getting it from other places. And so, you know, Jaron is not the the natural first option. And so. You know, it's almost like on nights when he goes big like that, it's sort of they're struggling uphill, and he's sort of you know nothing else is working, and he's forcing the issue and trying to get up more shots. And so it's almost a byproduct of the team struggling.
5: Well, and then I do think it also kind of it kind of displays what we were talking about yesterday. It's like oftentimes when he's having to put that much effort on the offensive end, yeah, I feel like right. it takes away from the defensive end. And he, no matter how good he is offensively, I feel like peak defense is always going to be better than peak offense for him.
8: No, I feel like, and I want to be clear, I'm making a stylistic comparison, not a qualitative comparison sure. here. Let's make that clear. It feels like within the context of, you know, John Morant, Desmond, Bain, Jaron Jackson, Core, like, you know, Jaron needs, you know, Dylan Brooks You used to make this comparison of uh, like of, of the Miami Heat, uh, LeBron Heat, right? And he's one of the Core guys or whatever, and he was quasi-serious about it. Stylistically, if you make that comparison with this team, Jaron needs to be the Bosch. Yeah. Josh was the, the third option who was sort of the anchor of the front court defense and, like, was a great player in that kind of context. And I feel like that's sort of the best context for Jaron, you know, with, with John Moran and with Desmond Bay. Uh
5: Finishing up the Dylan point, he is fourth for the Rockets in field goal attempts per game. I mean, at, yeah, 10, want, at 10 and a half. This is
8: what he's, yeah, which is what you wanted him to be with the Grizzlies. And honestly, and this is, you know, I'll go back to reflex my, my, my defending Dylan Brooks muscles, which I used a lot when Dylan Brooks was a member of the Grizzlies. If you go back last season when he actually played with John Morant, Desmond Bain, and Jared Jackson, he was fourth. The problem was they just couldn't get those three guys together. Houston's had their top three guys together basically every game of the season. Yep. And so Dylan Brooks has been the fourth option. Dylan Brooks was not the fourth option in Memphis for in large part because – the top three were not there at the same time pretty much ever. And so that sort of pushed him up the pecking order game by game, even if in a broad sense he was fourth. In individual games, he was at fourth because one of those other three guys was never there. No, I mean,
5: I, I would even argue this because I know this was a big point for you last year with the Kings and, and how much they got to play their projected starting right. five together. The, the five that have played the most minutes of Seguin, Jalen Green, Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, Jabari Smith, Everyone has played at least 20 games together, and they're all averaging yeah. over 30 minutes.
8: When a team, and, it's, and so far this season, we'll see if it holds up, but so far this season, like Houston's kind of the Sacramento of last season. Yeah. When a team does that, a lot of times, take a close look, it'll be, that'll be one of the main reasons it's happening. And, you know, do they keep that good fortune health-wise all season? I don't know. If they do, like, maybe they will be a playoff team. But I think for them, it requires that. Like, like they're not good enough to, to overcome a bunch of missed games by star players and still be good, the way the Grizzlies were the past two seasons, the Grizzlies aren't good enough to do that this year. Um, but but you know Houston, that, that's sort of what Houston is. They, they they've they've been fortunate to, to have you know they made some good some good off season moves for veterans, so the young players got better. But then it's really like everybody's been healthy all season. Uh,
5: another note that Ross points out is the Grizzlies have started shooting the three ball better. I don't really know what to do with that. Is that the byproduct of that's really the best way that they have to score right now? Uh, you know, is, is to take a bunch of threes, or I, I, is I, it? I, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Is it or is it to me? Is it like numbers kind of bearing out? Like they start, you know, they they sh- they they probably weren't as bad shooting the three as they were early during the year, but now now the numbers are starting to kind of even out.
8: I I feel like I mean they 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 put an emphasis on three point shooting all year I think because they feel like the the only to, a to score they're going to steal otherwise. points yeah and so I I think three point shooting tends to fluctuate more than other things uh, deep opponent three point shooting unfortunately has not fluctuated a lot for the Grizzlies this season not at all but three point three point shooting tends to fluctuate and so it, to me you can look at that and just look at Jaron I mean Jaron shot the three ball great in the last four or five games. And the team has, and then there was a stretch before that where he shoot like, 25% for a couple of weeks. And so, like, in some ways, like, if you know that, like, Desmond Bain is generally going to be good and some other guys are generally going to be bad, Jaron is the guy who, like, can be all over the place. He can have a week where he's great, and he can have a week where he's terrible in terms of three-point shooting.
5: What have you made of Conchar the last few weeks?
8: I think he's gotten kind of back to being Conchar. And, like, you know, good Conchar is your fifth-best guy on the floor, He's your ninth or tenth best guy in your rotation. but that's the good version. Yeah. Um, but but when he is that, when he is the good version, he's totally fine. As the fifth best guy on the floor and the ninth guy in the rotation or whatever. And I think the last couple of weeks he's gotten back to being that. Um, there was a long stretch where he was worse than that. But you know, a good con- Conchar game is not jumping off jumping off the bench to give you twenty. A good ch- Conchar game is jumping off the bench to give you eight points and six rebounds and two steals and you're, you're plus, you're, you have a positive plus-minus. That's a good conchar. And so hey, I think he's gotten back to being that. But, you know, with him, he has to have that effort, that effort to sneak in and get those rebounds, those effort to get to those loose balls. He's got to be, you know, he's got to be playing with sort of that sort of edge, with not the same kind of edge like a Dylan Brooks has, but like that conchar edge of like you're really hyper-alert all the time. As we inch closer
5: and closer to Jaw's return, what are in your mind? What are some of the like the biggest evaluations to make once Jaw actually returns?
8: Uh, well, I mean, I, I think you start with, with with your with your core trio and, and getting them sort of all playing well together, which has not always been the case. There's yeah. a long history of like wondering if like the Jaw Jaron thing is being maximized as much. I, I think figured out the the Ja Dylan stuff in terms of oh the Ja Dad stuff in terms of how much you play them together and how much to toggle them. That yeah. we've seen the Desmond Bain can basically be your lead ball handler, but I think beyond that it starts with Marcus Smart. Like I think a lot of people look at the Marcus Smart trade with sort of regret now, and that might be right, but I just think we don't know. To me, it's an inconclusive on that. And so you you start to judge you start to evaluate that when you have him and John Morant both in the lineup, and so you see how he fits both like in starting lineups with with or in lineups, whether it's starting or not in lineups with Morant and Bain. If you play those three guys together it's sort of a three guard look at how that works, which I think was the idea of trading them and then you see how it looks I mean, over the course of the flow of the game can Marcus Smart you know be the sort of de facto backup point guard type, or is it really just like you're 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 alternating Morant and Bain and Smart's more of a secondary guy off the ball guy whenever he's on the floor. That might be fine too. But I think I think I think the evaluations sort of have to start with Marcus Smart. That's like the most important guy left after the top three.
5: Another thing with Smart though that, that I'm curious about, can you get like a complete picture? One of the fears at least that I have even before we knew that Steven Adams was going to be hurt was the ideal lineup of playing Ja, Dez, Marcus, Jaron, and presumably Steven, it's very small in the perimeter. But you had yep. you have Jaron and Ja in the middle, or Jaren, I beg your pardon, Jaron and Steven Adams in the middle to to maybe account for that. Without Steven Adams and presumably either, you know, Bismack or Xavier Tillman, you know, essentially smaller, smaller fives, does that does getting like a complete evaluation of how that looks? Does that make it more difficult?
8: Yeah, I think I think you know you're not going to have Stephen Adams back, and you can't approximate Stephen Adams. You know, doesn't really do it, and Tillman doesn't really do it. So, in some ways, trying to judge how things would look with Stephen Adams is going to have to be a theoretical thing. Yeah, I'll be interested to see. I mean, look at how they closed the game against Dallas, and so they came up short, but I didn't feel like they had the wrong lineup on the floor. I felt like it was, maybe it was the best thing for them to do is they close with, make their three scrappiest guys, in Vince Williams, John Conchar, and David Roddy with the two stars. Well, like, add John Morant to that, and then add Marcus Smart to that, and, like, you know, keep one of those guys. because you get in situations where you're closing with, you know, where you're really small? But you're scrappy. You have, you have offensive firepower and you're scrappy. You're closing with, say, Morant, Bain, Marcus Smart, Vince Williams, Jared, like that kind of thing. And, like, yeah, you're small, but, like, you got your two, like, you know, most got the dog in them guys out there. Peskiest defenders, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're two, like, you're two most aggressive and, and, like, defense first guys. They're supplementing your three stars you're running your offense through. And that that idea of just putting defense and scrap Around your offensive core, you know, instead of like you know Zaire Williams or whatever, you know, or Zafi Aldana even, like you know, and those guys are longer and more skilled and higher upside. But if your offense is going to go through your stars, maybe just, you just know, you're best off with just your best defensive, scrappy, rebounding kind of guys with them. I mean, I'll be inter- i be interested. I bet you'll bet you'll see that some. I think that'll be interesting to see. At this point, like, what's
5: the what's the risk in not trying it? You
8: know what I mean? Vince, Vince Williams, I don't know if this is still true. I bet it is. But when a I, I, week ago when I wrote it, it was true. Vince Williams had the highest defensive rebound rate on the team. He's 6'4". I, I, I and think so, you're like, still you know, correct, yes. Right. And so, on one hand, you're saying you're small. But on the other hand, you're saying, what do you need? You need defensive rebounding. Like, the 6'4 guy is the best one you have.
5: I'm trying to see. Because I, I, I looked that up as well. I'm nearly certain. In terms uh I mean, he's getting, so he's getting three a game in only 15 yeah, minutes. I'm not talking I'm not talking
8: about counting, No, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying like three in 15 yeah. minutes,
5: that has to be. Yeah. Because then you look at everybody else, it's like, you know, four rebounds and everyone's playing at least 24 minutes.
8: Yeah. Again, a week ago, he, his defensive rebound rate, like percentage of defensive rebounds you get when you're on the floor was the highest on the team. Uh, I he sus- got he got 9 off the bench, you know, in the Dallas game. So, I suspect that's probably still true.
5: Yeah, even if you do per 36, uh, Shaq Harrison in his three games and uh GG Jackson are ahead of him, but that yeah, yeah. Th- that that obvi- th- that obviously doesn't count. Uh, wanted to get your thoughts, um, who could have ever foreseen
8: Draymond getting in the headlines again? I mean, it's just it's just constant at this point. I mean, he's been crazy, and he's been wild. But this now, like, if you go back since the start of last season, let's see if I can remember all this. He punches out a teammate. Uh-huh. He, he stops on a player, stops in the chest of a player, laying on the ground. Uh-huh. He chokes a guy out on uh-huh. the floor. And then he does, he, he, it was more a slap than a punch, but it was a, literally a full, it was like a discus slap, wind-up, Across the face of a guy, and I don't like how much I don't even remember how many games did he get for the Gobert thing? It was like two, right? No, no, no. It was five for fighting. His
5: his fifth his fifth suspension oh, was it five games? Five, and he literally got five for fighting. That's what I, I
8: loved it. Okay, all right. So five for the Gobert. It's got it's got to be more this time, right? Sure, it's got to be double, right? I, I I would if it were me. Yes, if I if I if, I, if I'm Adam Silver, the number his number's, numbers got to go up every, with every incident. And, and I don't mean go up by once, yeah. you know? No, I, I told Jeff
5: this. I oftentimes get very annoyed that when any type of discipline issue arises, the, the Grizzlies chorus of, but what about Ja? What about Ja? I get very annoyed by that. One thing that I do think is actually similar in this is I believe part of the reason why Ja got suspended 25 games was they can sugarcoat it all they want. He was brought into the principal's office, and they told him, don't do this again. He did yeah, it again that, yeah. within within definitely yeah, a factor within yeah. months or whatever you know 6 weeks 2 months I I forget the exact timeline he did it again and so they made a statement all of the language about the last Draymond suspension was very similar it was repeat offender past history like it, it was all the hallmarks why why right. would this not be subject to the same type of scrutiny because it, again it's in within you know the last month or two he did it again
8: no, I, and, I, and I'll be surprised if it's not more than the five it was. I, I think there's such, like, a, like, we're not on an island in this discussion. I, I think it's I think across the board, people are looking at this, people within the NBA, other players. Like, I, I, I think it's so clear there's a problem here with his behavior, this constant behavior of his, that I, I think, I don't think the NBA can do another five game. I think it's got to be, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be 20 or whatever, like, you know, like the job, the job stuff. But I bet it's, I bet it's more is it eight, is it ten, it should be
5: I mean at the min- like for me, it's like the minimum it should be double like if you got spend five games for doubling it up, like here's ten, I feel like the only argument against it is, well, who says that that's gonna deter him, and it's like, well, I don't care, like he should still get the suspension, like just because you don't believe in your heart of hearts that it's gonna that it's gonna have an impact, like that doesn't mean that you should be absolved from actually getting punished, yep.
8: No, I agree. I I think I think the Draymond, the Draymond act has grown way tired, and you can't. I, I mean, when, when when something like that is isolated, like it's like you know it's in the flow of play, and you can wonder about it, and like Zapruder film it and try to figure out intent and all that. But he's he's just way 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 past that kind of stuff at this point.
5: Yeah, it's like what what? Why are we Zapruder filming it to give him the benefit of the doubt? Like at a certain point, like shouldn't shouldn't the past kind of matter? Like you know, that's kind of always been my biggest problem. All right, Chris, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks. That is Chris Harrington of the Daily Memphian. When we come back, Sam Hardiman rejoins the program. So will Jeff. Let's talk all the stadium issues and more civic news with Sam next, right here on the Jeff Cawkins Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN.
2: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Lowe's knows how to save pros, time, and money. Right now, save over $40 on a Werner 6-foot stepladder. Was $115, now just $69.98. And there's more. Get up to thirty percent off select kitchen cabinet orders. Visit us in store or online for more deals you can't beat. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Valid twelve seven to twelve thirteen on item number nine eight one four eight. While supplies last. Minimum purchase and exclusions apply. See associate for details.
5: People who come to Cricket stay with Cricket. Just like our customer Jaren.
9: I'm the singer and guitarist in a band, and I use my Cricket phone for everything. It's basically like another band member.
1: Don't miss a single beat. Switch today and get a free Samsung Galaxy A14 5G. Smile. You're on Cricket.
9: Real customer paid for
3: testimonial. Must bring your number to Cricket on up to a sixty dollars a month voice plan, depending on device. Select models only while supplies last. First month service charge and tax to at sale. Cricket 5G requires a compatible device and is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See
2: store for details. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing. Together millions of things for our planet. This holiday season, invest in some LED Christmas lights. LEDs last years longer than regular lights, which means less electronic waste over time. Also, LED Christmas lights are far more energy efficient. Wasting less energy as heat, which means a smaller electric bill. And be sure to recycle old Christmas lights at appropriate e-waste facilities. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing?
0: Hi, I'm Linda Gaddis with James Gaddis Jewelers. Are you like most men, waiting until the last minute to finish your holiday shopping? Or maybe you need help finding her perfect gift. Don't worry. Come visit James Gaddis Jewelers. Whether you're looking for gorgeous diamonds, gemstones, platinum, or gold jewelry, we have something for everyone. Make this Christmas the one they will always remember with beautiful jewelry from James Gaddis Jewelers. Your Christmas jeweler. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. Like that car right in your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait.
2: AutoTrader. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer.
1: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 631 5533. That's 1 800 631 5533. Or go to Selectquote.com 1 800 631 5533. That's 1 800 631 5533. Select Quote. We shop. You save Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Hawkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. May
5: the good Lord be
1: with you, ever- New Year's coming up. And uh, people start thinking about how they could be a better version of
3: themselves for the new year. I didn't wait for the new year. I started going to Starting Strength, uh, the gym uh, that I go to. It's not really just a gym. It's a, it's a workout philosophy. It's a weightlifting philosophy. It's personal training. Uh, starting Strength at Gyms is right across from, right around the corner from Trader Joe's in Germantown. Um, and what they, what they know is that strength is the most important thing for you to unlock. When you're getting older, whether you're just trying to be live a functional life, whether you're swinging a golf club, picking up your grandkids, whatever it is, strength matters, and they have a system, a process, that I've now been embarked on for a couple of months now. Whoever imagined, I would be lifting weights, but I am. and I've already seen a difference. Uh, if you want to give them a try, um, see what they're all about, the website is memphis.ssgyms.com, memphis.ssgyms, G Y M S. Uh, You can sign up for a free intro session. They will uh, walk you through it. They can see what they're all about. And uh, there's no hard sell, no pressure to close, none of that. Just um, go on in and see what the folks at at Starting Strength Gyms is all about. Memphis.FSGyms.com. Joined now by Sam Hardiman uh, from the Daily Memphian on Twitter at Sam Hardiman. Uh, He was texting me during the start of the show. Sam, I appreciate you listening. And weighing in, I was talking at the start of the show about the, the arena developments, some of the arena developments from around the country. One, that in Oklahoma City, they appear to be building a new 900 at least a $900 million facility for the funder, $850 million of that in public funds. And two, in D.C., although this is not a binding agreement, uh, the owner of the Caps and the Wizards has reached an agreement to move that team out of the city Uh, He'd been asking for $600 million in renovations for that arena and is instead saying that he is going to move the team to northern Virginia. Obviously, every deal is different. But when you look at those deals, I don't know, what, what occurs to you as it pertains to the Memphis Grizzlies?
6: Yeah, first thing is the thing I, I text you. I'm probably, like, the most annoying, like, listener of the program because I can just, like, text people, you know, involved with the program. Yeah. Um, no, I do appreciate the input. Uh huh. Is 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 that tax in Oklahoma City, right? Because, like, what is funding this arena, which is supposed to be $900 million, but, you know, some shrewd economists on the Internet have pointed out the development agreements here don't cap that, you know, and so the, the overruns are also might, might be on the people. And, and that's a county-wide tax. And that's in, you know, they voted yesterday, 70 to 30, essentially, to to approve it, right? To keep, quote, keep the thunder. The the marketing campaign was keep OKC big league, okay? And so that was very much the emotional pitch of raising, you know, keeping taxes because the tax rate would have gone down if people had, had voted against it. The sales tax rate would have gone down. And so that to me was this interesting one, a one cent one percent sales sales tax um yes yeah, it's yeah, called maps four um okay. and I think it's maps four i I lived in Tulsa and reported a little bit on oklahoma city and, and their their public improvement tax programs have, have all been called maps, I think they're on the fourth one um and I think chesapeake arena got uh was part of Maps one, if I'm not mistaken, so that that original arena that they're now replacing and you know, what, what strikes me about that is that like all of that money is coming from the broader Oklahoma, Oklahoma County area, essentially. And that's, you know, it's a big, sprawling place. And, you know, I think 1.1 million people or something like that. And and it's really everyone is paying for it. Right. And it, you're paying for it on groceries. You're paying for it on your, your school's your kids clothes when they go back to school. Right. Like that's what's paying for this arena. And here in Memphis. The, the the Tennessee taxpayers contributed three hundred fifty million dollars. So, like all seven million people in Tennessee have contributed money here. But the other taxes, the same taxes that have been ex- that are currently pay for current FedEx Forum, that would pay for the renovations, they're really site specific use taxes to an extent. In you know car rental tax, and that's people renting cars. But there, it, it is not it, yet. The deal does not involve the city of Memphis taxpayers' general fund. Like stuff that's paying for your police, your fire department, your sewers. As of yet, that is not really a it's not really a main drag on, on the city taxpayer yet. So I think that's something that I'm always watching is where are they getting this money and, right. and and who is being impacted by the money that the taxpayer money that's being used for these to subsidize these stadiums. And so that's, no, that's the because
3: thing. it's in, in some ways then, because it's coming from general funds and and taxes on your clothes and your food, whatever else, it seems more uh, egregious as judgmental. But it seems, you know, it seems a, a little more startling that that's what um, that they're doing in Oklahoma City. On the other hand, they did put it to a vote of the people. And the people did vote for this seventy to thirty overwhelmingly, despite the fact, as you point out, these economists there was a they put together that letter. I think twenty economists saying, "Yo, this is not worth it. There is not enough economic impact to justify this." And people didn't care. Uh, they approved it um, uh, by a uh, you know overwhelming margin. I guess so. In that way, though, because it's. The Memphis stuff is more site-specific. That makes it more, I don't know, easier to swallow. Of course, they also don't have the money yet in Memphis, right? But that's the other
6: thing. Right, right. Like, I mean, that's part of it. I mean, it makes it easier to swallow. And, like, we don't want to point out with the state cash that that just came out of, like, you know, thin air, that all Tennessee taxpayers contributed to that, right? So the whole state is bearing the cost. And, you know, I think that is what strikes me. I, I think to your point about the economists and what they've said is it makes the public vote, more striking as well, because really what people were saying, it, maybe they disagreed with the economists. You know, maybe they were just like, oh, those people are full of it. Or they were saying, um, and I, I would suspect they are, and I'd love to see some polling data on it, that the, the campaign, Keep OKC Big League, right? It was more about the psyche of the city and psyche of the region. region, And that's why they were willing to tax themselves to pay for it. And right. and I, and, I, and I wonder what a city of memphis poll or a city of memphis referendum would do here if if it came to that because that is an option i'm not saying that's what's going to happen but that would be an option if you are really stuck on funds in in a year year and a half and that lease is bearing down on you right that might be an option it is interesting because when the
3: Grizzlies first came here um there were those suggesting there should be a referendum and um and the, the folks who wanted to bring the, the Grizzlies to town fought desperately against it because they knew, and I think they were right, that a referendum would fail. I do think right now it would be interesting. As I, I would only be guessing. I think a similar, you know, keep Memphis, big league, vote yes or no, Grizzlies, tax, it, impossible to predict, but I... I I would think there would be a pretty good chance that such a thing would pass. I think people, and and you and I agree on this, it's not that the argument for the Grizzlies or for a sports team generally is not, in fact, based on economic impact. It's based on what you called the psyche of the city. That's how you sort of have to measure it, don't you think?
6: Yeah, I think, yeah. And I think like to go back in time to like the story I wrote at the commercial appeal when like this was getting started, I think in May of 2022 and like the city was starting to have these meetings with the governor. Right. Was it was I framed that story that way intentionally because, you know, this isn't about the economics of the city like FedEx, you know, the the, the g- daily gyrations of FedEx matter more economically than the daily gyrations of the Memphis Grizzlies. Right maybe not to some downtown bar owners but and to the Grizzlies themselves, but certainly to the broader economy. It really is about this place and how this place feels about itself. And we live in a city that, you know, still is largely segregated, a reason that's largely segregated, and, and has these enduring fault lines that come with the American South and come with the American experiment. And you know, it, it's a social currency and a social, you know, lubricant. For people of different backgrounds and races to talk to one another—that's what the Grizzlies have been to this community. I think you've written about that a ton, Jeff. Right? I mean, it—I
3: it, 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 guess then for me, what the Oklahoma City thing and what the the, situ, the situation in in DC—I guess the way that I. I and I, very often I hear from people who say, you know, what does FedEx Forum need? Why does it need $550 million? Or why should we pay for it? Or why whatever else? And I guess for me, these two examples are instructive because they affirm, in case anyone was confused, that this is the cost of doing business, right? There's Oklahoma City where they're coming up with $850 million and there is D.C., um, where they are coming up with a last-minute offer of $500 million to renovate their arena, which may not be, appears, is not enough. It's just, I lament it, I think we all lament it, but it is the cost of doing business if you want one of these damn teams.
6: Right. It's because all of these cities, I think you were talking about at the top of the program, are essentially in the prisoner's dilemma, right? Like, right. if you don't pay, if you, you know, the prisoner don't, you know, snitch here, And I'm not trying to make it super negative in that way, but someone else will. Some other city will be willing to pay. And and some other state will be willing to pay. I mean, in this case, it's literally, you know, in in Washington, we're literally talking about the Virginia governor, you know, essentially, you know, paving. And like, like Jeffrey pointed out, it's essentially the deal that Dan Snyder was offered, right? Northern Virginia, which has grown and has grown monstrously, wants a professional sports team and they're willing to pay to get it. And D.C. is now in a situation where they're throwing 500 million bucks at it. And, and I want to put also, you know, because I think that, you know, when the way this is unfolding in those cities is very different, right? Like for all of the hard conversations that have probably occurred in these negotiations among the city, the Grizzlies, and the Memphis Tigers, it largely has stayed out of ultimatums in the press and public pitting against municipalities against each other and cities against each other. and, 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 You know, I I think that because the city of Memphis is not walking into this unprepared, right? Right. You know, we we may talk about how this goes down and how it, you know, ends. And we don't know that yet and how history will judge it. But the city of Memphis certainly, you know, looked forward. The Strickland administration looked forward and said, we have to, you know, it's not going to occur on our watch. The Grizzlies deal expiring, but we need to do something about it. And we're at least not at zero.
3: Right. Um, all right, uh, you did have a piece yesterday uh cleaning up some details around the transfer uh the uh, the uh, f- uh, looming transfer of uh, Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium from the city of Memphis to the university. I mean, to yeah, to the University of Memphis. First of all, just remind us where does that stand? When's, when's something happening? When's the next thing happening?
6: Yeah. So the next thing is happening is there should be a vote on Tuesday, which is uh, you know a week from yesterday, the December nineteenth. That would be the transfer. Uh, excuse me, of ownership of Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium to the University of Memphis Auxiliary Services Foundation. The city council is supposed to vote on that last week instead they held it until their 1219 meeting and so right now the city not the city that the university of memphis is really working to allay the concerns that the city council expressed, which is you know the future of the tenants at the other tenants at simmons bank library stadium namely the probably the most important one in this case is the southern heritage classic um and then it has to really specify why it cannot take on the debt of uh, the existing debt of simmons bank uh, Liberty stadium has to put that in writing to the city council. And so that's where um, things are. And, and so, yeah, that's what yesterday's story kind of you know, said that, you know, layer beach told the board of trustees, Hey, we've communicated written terms to those other entities. And I called Fred Jones yesterday afternoon and asked, Hey, have you um, gotten those terms? And he says, I've received a letter. I'm not going to comment beyond that, which is his prerogative. I don't know what the letters says, right. but you know, I would assume it is is some sort of uh, terms. And so, you know, whether those are satisfactory or not, I think I don't we don't know that yet. And, and I think these next couple days are, are very important in terms of the University of Memphis getting that support. So the vote will be next
3: Tuesday.
6: Um,
3: it was interesting, like Laird's comments to the Board of Regents seemed, um, seemed to anticipate uh, uh, that, that this would pass. Um, one of the questions that he he was asked was. Um, listen, the city is so anxious to get rid of this stadium because it's a money pit. Why exactly are we confident that we will be able to uh, run the thing without it continuing to be a money pit? Which is one of the interesting twists here, right? Like like one, one entity wants to ditch the stadium because it costs the money, and one is eager or apparently willing to take it on.
6: Yeah, I mean, I think you know, they're, they're, as he said in his answer and, you know, shout out Jane Roberts, uh, our, our great reporter who was at the meeting and, you know, helped us out contributing to the story. Um, you know, part of his answer was uh, partially this is the 50 million bucks that Fred Smith and his family are bringing here, right? Like they weren't eager to get this thing before that 50 million bucks was on the table. Right. And, and so there's that, there's the idea that if you own it, you're controlling it, you know, you, you, you know, and you're the primary tenant, there are some efficiencies there that you can get. And, you know, I don't know enough about venue management, whether that's true or not, but I think that that there's certainly a, probably a case to be made there, but also like this is sort of a new car smell here a little bit. Like this is exciting, but you know, Jeff, you're a homeowner, right? Once you own a piece of, you know, real estate, they do become money pits, right? Can, in yeah, the University uh, of Memphis' right. case, it's, it's going to have to be, can you extract more money out of it than you're going to end up putting into it? Because you're going to put more money in, especially if you put $220 million. In. Maintenance on that is not going to be cheap.
3: It is kind of, Tuesday's going to be a remarkable day. we got John Morantz returned, and we, have the, uh, and we have this vote. Okay, other matters, by the way, that I wanted to touch on that we had not uh, touched on previously. The MLG&W MLG did get the rate increase that they had asked for um your thoughts on that because it didn't seem it seemed like there was some skepticism um when this was first brought to city council
6: yeah I mean, there definitely was skepticism I, I mean i would say doug mcgowan uh the ceo of w um worked very hard to secure those votes There was secure the eight nine votes he got i think he got nine on one item and eight on another um and he he works really hard and like, look, it it is very difficult for people who are directly elected by the people to raise essentially taxes, you know, the taxes rates in this case, the taxes we pay for electricity, um, on, on their, on their constituents. It's very difficult. Right. And, and it's never popular, but I, you know, McGowan made the case, and, and this is a case that, like, look, it's not just McGowan making it in some narrative he's made up. Like, there's there's evidence. Like, LGW w has compiled hundreds of pages of reports about how dilapidated their infrastructure is, right? right. They're on their website. You can read them. Like, it is, like, the, the grid, the, particularly the electric distribution grid of Memphis, Tennessee and Shelby County, was largely dilapidated for a long time and was not invested in. And it, it got a rate hike a couple years ago. It's now getting another rate hike. Like, people are really expecting to see improvement, right? I, I, and they deserve to see improvement because, you know, I've never lived in a place where I've had to think about the power so much. Right. I went to Costa Rica and we lost power for five hours. And I joked to my wife that Memphis had prepared us for that. you know, like <laughs> you, you do wonder if the calamities that we had this year
3: um, made it more politically palatable, for folks who wouldn't necessarily ordinarily vote for a rate increase to vote for a rate increase because oh, huh. their constituents are even more grumpy about losing power.
6: Absolutely. I mean, it, it's really hard when the lights are on and everything's fine and, you know, there isn't a breeze in the air to, to imagine worst-case scenarios. But we had, you know, like a six-week span this summer where it really felt like we were getting a hurricane every week. And, and so, yeah, absolutely. I think that that's a very smart observation. Yeah, I, I think that. And I think the city council would tell you that. Yeah.
3: Uh, and then finally, Sam, since we, uh, somewhere in there, in addition to the trip to Costa Rica, you went to France. And you went to France to watch a soccer match. Uh, who did you see play, and what was the experience? Yeah, so. It wasn't in a fancy uh, stadium with great suites and all the bells and whistles and stuff like
6: that. We were contrasting the situation with stadiums. In Europe versus in the U.S. Tell us about it. Yeah. So yeah. So my wife and her dad are huge Newcastle United fans, and Newcastle United out there, um, really being kind of a you know proud team, but that was been a, been a bottom dweller for a while. It was bought by the Saudi fund, essentially the public wealth fund, and is now you know in the Champions League. You know they're in the best league in Europe. They qualified for that, and so we went to Paris to see them play. You know the powers Paris Saint Germain, and we they, we went to this lovely park, Parc des Princes, which is old. It is not fancy. I stood in line for 15 minutes because they had six urinals in the upper deck and it was ridiculous. Um, I'd met like, you know, even Liberty Bowl is better than that. Anyway, respectfully, you know, going on, but, but the fascinating experience was that we were wearing Newcastle gear and yeah. hey, we couldn't even use with that gear. We couldn't even use one of the entrances. They were just like, no, we, we won't even let you in here. Um, and then when we got and we handed our tickets in and we get inside, we're stopped by security and they said, no, you can't wear that where you're sitting. You're not allowed to wear that for your, like, essentially your own safety. I mean, we your were kind of like, like it was, you know, some English French was, you know, being missed here. Um, but we had to check our gear essentially. And we had, we were given a ticket and we had to go then pick it up. Wow. And so like, it was just, like, wild. It was this wild experience because, like, growing up going to Yankee Red Sox games, like, can you imagine people checking Yankee gear or Red Sox gear? Or Did you cheer, though, for Newcastle? Who won? Uh, it was a 1-1 draw, controversially, actually. Um, Mbappe scored a late penalty. But anyway, we cheered for Newcastle, but very mutedly. Like, we, there were some English guys in front of us that were also cheering for Newcastle. So we, like, felt like we had backup if it went awry. Right. And, and so that was good. That was good. All right. Thank
3: you, Sam. Appreciate it. On Twitter, at Sam Hardiman. Uh, I, need to the to I will remind you, there's 12 days till Christmas. And on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a diamond, a big, beautiful, shining, glittering diamond that Howie picked out over at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Um, listen, Robert Irwin Jewelers, you only got 12 days left. They are open Sundays, by the way, until Christmas. So, so you got that going for you. Don't screw up. Get on in there. They've got all kinds of financing options, long-term financing, uh, zero percent interest financing. They've got all kinds of financing options. They've got stunning jewelry. Howie makes the shopping experience unlike any other. They've been here for nearly five decades, so you know you can, you know you can trust them. And of course, they have the meant-to-be guaranteed. So if you're getting engaged, um, go ahead and and have them dream up a ring for you. Anytime within 365 days, if you want to return it for any reason, let's just say that she changes her mind on you, uh, you can, which just would be very sad. But sadder if you were stuck with the ring. It's Robert Irwin. That's just the kind of thing they do over there. It's Robert Irwin Jewelers. Uh, you got 12 days. jewelerscom Jeffrey, what is coming up next on 92.9? Nine?
1: Here's what's
5: coming up next. Jeff, here's what's coming up next on Jason. John Penny Hardaway will join their program at 1 o'clock. David Cobb joins us on Giannotto and Jeffrey at 2.40. Jeff with Gabe at 5 o'clock.
3: I hope to be back in studio tomorrow, Uh, so thanks for bearing with me. Uh, We will be back tomorrow either way. For now, our work's done.
8: The Frame Corner is your place for all your sports memories and memorabilia framing. They've been serving the Mid-South since 1975. The Frame Corner takes pride in providing the highest quality custom framing service to their clients. They carry premium archival and museum quality service to protect your artwork and take the utmost care in creating a safe and secure final product. The Frame Corner, 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis.
1: Call 682-9901 or visit framecornermemphis.com. It's football season, and the NFL is in full effect on the free Odyssey app. We're heading into the final stretch of the regular season, and the playoff picture is starting to come into focus. Whatever team you're rooting for, the free Odyssey app has you covered with the local talk and your team's podcasts. Plus, listen to play-by-play of every Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night game from Westwood One. If you're looking for the NFL, it's all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and search for your favorite team. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y.
4: This holiday season, find all kinds of deals at Target. Discover sweet deals on toys and small appliances. Big deals on clothing and beauty, plus so much more. At Target, get what you
3: need for the holidays. Find new deals each week for everyone on your list. And get it all fast with free drive-up. Score low prices and great deals all season long. Now at Target. Exclusions apply. Love like
0: this
3: before
0: save big every day during lowes 25 days of deals save 100 on select master built smokers for the grill enthusiast in your life plus get up to 55 off select smart home gifts for everyone on your list order eligible in stock items by 2 p.m to get same day delivery lowes knows deals every day Valve to 12 while supplies last selection varies by location delivery by 8 p.m subject to driver availability fees vary based on purchase additional terms apply see lowes.com same day delivery for details
1: this is Memphis's sports station, the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Memphis' home of the Jason and John show. Weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. Yeah, what a what a development, huh? It's right, obviously. There it is. Yeah, oh, edit yeah. in the main computer. <laughs> there it is, John. Yeah. Don't tell them the news, John. No, With it behind no,
6: you. Oh, Naquan
1: I'm Tomlin.
5: 610 Big six Man. Six man <laughs> Hit the, in the portal. I knew I'd have it in the computer because we were ready for this moment. Well done,
8: Brian.
9: Headed the main computer
8: just for this moment,
4: We're John. Right, This still right.
8: This was our wrap. I mean, when you saw him take a visit <laughs> to campus, right, uh, you, you kind of knew that, uh, you know, that was going down.
1: 92.9 FM ESPN's Jason and John Show with two Tigers authorities straight out of White Station and a U of M to your speakers. Weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN.
9: It's the holiday season. Time for great deals from Metro by T-Mobile like 5G home internet for eligible customers, for just twenty dollars a month with nada yada yada. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no exploding bills ever. Just five G home internet that's fit for any endeavor. So when the holidays are over, it's important to say twenty bucks a month is still all you'll pay. Nada yada yada. Only at Metro. You'll need to qualify for the Affordable Connectivity Program. Purchase a modem and get a phone plan. It's twenty five dollars the first month and twenty dollars after that with autopay. Limit one ACP discount per household. It's time to talk trash, Mid-South. This is Rick West with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Our Memphis and
1: Collierville campuses are currently hiring CDL drivers, driver helpers, diesel mechanics, and PM techs. We offer competitive pay, great benefits, and at the end of each workday, you get to be home with your family. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers at wasteconnections.com and be a part of a great team. Connect your future with Waste Connections and Team Waste.
4: Hey, it's Jeff Hawkins. You know when people ask if you have a good dentist to recommend? Well, I have a great dentist. It's a Medi Sadegi at the Smile Center. I've been going to the Smile Center for years now. My three boys all go there too. Matty is skilled, he's cheerful, and has always found time when emergencies arise. I honestly couldn't imagine a better dentistry practice than the Smile Center. It's where I send all my friends. So if you're looking for a great dentist, go where my family goes. The Smile Center is conveniently located in Germantown, or you can check them out online at SmileCenterMemphis.com.
7: While interest rates are on the rise everywhere else, at Genesis Diamonds, we've got just the relief you need this holiday season. Five years, zero interest on anything and everything. That's right. Genesis is rolling back interest rates to 0.0%. So that $5,000 diamond ring is yours for just $85 a month. Nothing's held back. Rings, earrings, bracelets, bands, certified natural diamonds, lab-grown diamonds, even luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. Just pick any item for that special someone and spread your payments over five years without paying a dime in interest. A $10,000 designer ring comes to just $167 a month. Don't miss this incredible offer. Where else in America can you get financing for 0%? Colored gemstones, designer fashion jewelry, the year's most treasured gifts, all included in this once-a-year offer. At Genesis, we're breaking all the rules to make sure this holiday season, your money goes farther. Best prices, unbeatable selection, highest quality, and super aggressive financing. Merry Christmas from Genesis Diamonds at Poplar and Perkins Extended. Approved credit, see store for details. Are you looking for
4: homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second-generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. 867-SAVE,
2: 867-7283 on the web. Rook Insurance. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.